Greetings, everyone. This is Rush. Welcome to my podcast channel, Dialoguing with Rush Podcast. For episode two, I'm going to give you all a quick snippet into my life at the varying life junctures. Therefore, episode two will be devoted towards the narratives pertaining from self-doubt to self-love. Here we go. As you all know, life has ups and downs. Having moved from Malaysia at a young age, I call Australia home. You see, life wasn't, however, very easy for me growing up. Having to negotiate and navigate a myriad of non-normative identities in the form of being Indian within a dominant Anglo-Celtic white culture, being gay within a heteronormative society, and having autism within an ableist society was arduous and emotionally taxing. At the time, I was also not received well by my own family, who were not in support of my gay sexuality, which rendered me disowned and homeless for quite some time. My overlapping, stigmatizing life experiences can be best understood as a walking intersection. And this is probably why I love intersectionality so much. Despite my shortcomings, however, I used it to my advantage to challenge normative ideals and date perceptions and find meaning and purpose in my very existence which has profoundly influenced and shaped my evolving life conduct. My passion to support the furtherance of humanity is shaped by my own experiences, having to overcome obstacles in the way of oppression on a routine by routine basis. This led me to form great interest, devotion and investment in giving back to the community. Having worked within human services for over nine years at the time, it's 11 years now, this is two years back, my career took a quantum leap. Upon completing my master's degree, I was offered an opportunity of a lifetime that is to work in the capacity of a senior behaviour therapist. Wow, this is something I have dreamt about, okay? And it came true. Everything went superbly well, where I was the most liked clinician and the most demanded clinician as well, until one day, things took a turn for the worse. An allegation was made, or shall I say a series of allegations, were made against my name. They were fabricated and falsified, and I knew it was a vendetta. That moment, however, was one of my lowest points in my life. Just talking about it makes me want to cry. The allegations were were proven wrong, but at the time, I did not know how I was going to rebuild my life, personally or professionally. 
I thought to myself at the time, I've spent all these years studying, working in this human services profession, and to know I'm up against this bullshit, it was just something I did not even predict or anticipate. For quite some time, I woke up every morning with large amounts of self-doubt, feeling shattered and unworthy of even living. I've always been one who strives on movement, momentum and change, and also one to be quite critical of myself and sometimes too critical with my OCD tendencies. I realised I had to act fast and find ways to heal and move forward at the time. Amongst all the chaos, hurt, frustration and turbulence, something inside of me reminded me I need to stay true to who I am. I told myself, I can't just give up now because there are so many people who are dependent on me to find hope and happiness. I realized at the time, self-doubt is not the end of the road, but the beginning of the road. The beginning of the road that led me towards understanding my place and purpose in the world. I came to accept what happened and I channeled my energies and efforts on things that further sanctioned my sense of purpose. One of those things was conviction and yearning to learning, to continually educate and innovate myself from there on, lots of amazing things have happened. Fast forward, some of those things included, I got into a PhD program with ease. I was the face of Flinders University, representing the College of Health Science and Nursing. I was asked to publish a book chapter with elite scholars who hardly knew me, but read my work and engaging in other personal and professional invaluable pursuits. As confronting as it was, it was also time for deep reflection on what's worked and what's not worked so far. You know, I realised that as strong and robust as I can be with most areas of my life, there were some areas where I am vulnerable and open to unending exploitation. And this is giving too much or saying too much too soon and being compromised in more ways than one, which I believe is part and parcel of my autism. This, however, has given me the capacity and the incentive, shall I say, the incentive to really build on my capacity in those underdeveloped areas of my life and to review and appraise my progress on a regular basis with honesty, transparency and integrity. I'm going to stop here for now. I've given you a quick snippet of my life, but I would like to conclude by saying this to all of you guys. I want you to remember Never be reduced by wastage. There will always be people in your life, 
personally or professionally who will find ways means to bring you down. I see this on a routinely basis, on a day-to-day -day basis. There are lots of parasites out there. And when all of these things are happening to me, I engage in waste management, where I pick and choose what's important to me, what's valuable to me, and what's not important to me, and what's wastage material. I want you to also do the same thing as well. Do not be discouraged or dissuaded by people who are going out of your way to damage you. Always remain true to who you are, be authentic, be real, and most importantly, be you. Guys, on that note, I would like to say thank you for listening to this episode 2 of my podcast channel. I look forward to seeing you all in episode 3, onwards and upwards. Love you all. Resh.